0: hello and namaste uh, my name is the in this episode i am going to discuss a book books um, are i mean it's all written in english um, There are different four different categories of books um, i try to pick actually about i try to cover four different areas um, Sports uh, uh, narration is more of a novel, only strictly um, a scientific book uh, based on uh, research and studies, uh, which is by Stephen Hawking. Um, I wanted to do this review in a sense that you uh, know, there's a lot of books people actually study, and this is not the first time that someone's actually um, running a podcast about you know book reviews. Um, actually, let me be clear: I'm, I'm not reviewing a book, but I'm sort of like going through a little bit of uh, detail on what I actually thought about the book, what I actually understood from those books, and who actually recommended me those books. At the same time, why I think it's it's a good good read Um, and these books I've studied like um, perhaps like the last book that I studied was uh, by Frederick Douglass which is called Narrative of the Life of Frederick Douglass Uh, and this was um, I I believe I finished this book about a year ago so I don't have really like a a vivid memory but um, it's not a huge book It's, it's not a lot because i'm pretty sure even for frederick douglas it would have been really hard for to for him to actually capture some of these moments of his life and eventually this one got published i can't really tell but I'm pretty sure it's been a while uh, okay so the first edition was published in 1995 um but this book is uh, i believe all about some of the the notes that frederick Douglass actually captured when he was growing up and he was actually a well-educated black man who actually was born in maryland uh, to a white parent actually not white parent. it's a white father but he didn't really know his mom who was black and it portrays some of uh, really like brutal uh, scenarios and harsh situations that uh, a lot of black people went through uh, during those uh, those times and it's it's a good read in a sense that it provides us uh, some perspective in terms of how those uh, how the lifestyle was back then for you know people without privilege um, and especially for a lot of people that are um, in Nepal maybe you know we haven't heard a lot about him Uh, i'm pretty sure historically he's been very significant as um, he had been very important during specifically toward like the the civil war era and then his relationship with the, the fight against racial injustice um, but yes, this book was, uh, I actually heard about this book in uh, one of Dave Chappelle's uh, comedy show. I think someone actually asked him and then he ended up saying this is one of his favorite book. And that was one of the reasons why I wanted to read this book. Um, and, uh, you know, this is a good book in a sense that... Uh, not only uh, Frederick Douglass, he was born as a slave uh, but he actually ended up becoming a really well-educated, sophisticated um, scholar um, even though he didn't really get that um, title per se at that given time because of the situation uh, of how it was and it must have been really a a very harsh uh, life for him uh, to be born in a, a state which is sort of like sandwiched in between uh, the southern and then the north northern region uh, it's, since it's maryland it's just divided by the mason-dixon line uh, which is uh, the line that divides basically between uh, maryland delaware uh, i believe uh, pennsylvania uh, and uh, West Virginia so sort of like for black people back then uh, once you cross that uh, state line then you could kind of assume maybe uh, the freedom for you is uh, unrealistic uh, so he he was uh, Frederick Douglass was actually a, a really important part of uh, American history specifically on African American history um, so that's one reason why you know his journey from um how he was born uh, how he was traded from you know one slave owner to the other one then how he got some of the jobs in maryland and then eventually he ended up uh, being free and then traveled north and then he fought for uh, freedom of black people uh, and it sets really he talks about his um, um how he actually almost uh, felt like he didn't he couldn't really believe in God um, in this book because he couldn't really understand and justify the fact that you know even black and white people were um, created by God he didn't really feel like God was actually listening to the prayers of black people Um, a lot of people were getting murdered and then getting shot at and without any kind of consequences and they were just being bought and sold for a few dollars here and there and then market so they didn't really have any freedom he he's been like beaten he's been uh it's been through not just him i think that era was uh, one of those that uh, if it was up to um, us we'd probably like to forget about it but it's it is part of part of the history and um, we must actually try to preserve it in a way just just by studying about it and then informing people about how how those situations were. Um, And yeah, that's about this book. Again, the book name is Frederick, uh, a narrative of the life of Frederick Douglass. So it's not a big book, uh, but it's uh, an interesting uh, historic uh, book that I think uh, you learn something new. Uh, the second book that I picked is actually a little bit different. It's a sports book, uh, com- covers football, actually soccer. This book is written by Sid Lowe. Uh, if you follow soccer, like any type of soccer shows, he is uh, one of the journalists based in Spain, I believe, but he's, uh, I think he's, he may, be, he may have been in the UK, and he's probably immigrated to Spain and he used to work for Um uh, but now I think I actually should watch him I've listened to his podcast uh, uh, called TSFP, it covers uh, La Liga and he's also on uh, ESPN FC uh, and this book uh, covers a, a really good history about uh, football club barcelona and real madrid and how their rivalry actually um started um uh, there's you know they have a huge history since um 1899 uh back then real madrid wasn't really a big club uh, i know i'm uh i'm supporting barcelona i mean, since i started watching football but. I don't want to be biased in this, so I'll try to represent and paint the picture in a way that everything uh, sounds and seems fair. Um, so, based you know, this book talks goes into like a in depth to talk about how these two clubs actually evolved um, over the the hundred years of time. Um, and it talks specifically it emphasizes on the aspect when jose marino gets appointed uh, as coach of real madrid in 2010 and how the the polarity between the two club and then the fan base um, just becomes stronger and then uh, there's so much hatred that gets generated as a result of some of the the way of their way they played the football game or maybe they actually that there were some campaigns to just um, promote hate Um, and uh, I'm pretty sure I don't really have to explain a lot about this book to a lot of people actually who follow soccer and pretty much I think you can assume that half of the people who you might be listening to this podcast might be actually Real Madrid fans so uh, yes and it talks specifically about uh, the 30s and then the, the 40s when Real Madrid were um, struggling and uh, talks about the, the civil war in Spain and how that actually um, made an impact to these two clubs you know Barcelona was a uh, a rich city back then, and how their um, the president. Well, not the president, but the the club's president, I guess. Uh, sonia I believe I, I forgot his last name, and he gets assassinated in in Madrid, and that is actually the start of the uh, the rivalry between these two club because it's 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 sort of like portrayed in a sense that the president of football club Barcelona gets killed in Real Madrid by um, the Franco regime sort of like you know who's supporting Real Madrid and he actually makes a lot of changes to Real Madrid history Uh, and eventually um, Real Madrid beats Barcelona to sign Alfredo de Stefano in the 50s and that changed the history of both of these two clubs. And then it talks about, uh, you know, Real Madrid ended up uh, winning fifth, um, like five European titles in in five years. How Barcelona struggled after that until Johan Croft's era in 70s and how he actually returns uh, back as a coach to win them the first Champions League. And then there's a slump in 90s for Barcelona while Real Madrid is winning all the, the trophies and then talks about the, the early 2000s where Barcelona were struggling while Real Madrid ended up winning more Champions League and I believe that the, the climax of this book is just that the Jose Mourinho and Pep Guardiola era where uh, both clubs were at the peak of their um, um, history I, I suppose uh, you know, while Barcelona were playing the best brand of football back then, uh, Real Madrid tried to topple them down, but uh, still, you know, they both of these two clubs were, were by far the best team in Europe. Uh, so that's pretty much it. Um, uh, yeah, and then it talks about the the dream team, uh, which I actually forgot to mention, uh, which is the, the the Barcelona team while the Galacticos that started with Luis Figo's Betrayal uh, so yeah anyone who's interested in reading sports book it's a uh, is his it's his books are like incredibly well written and uh, I think even his podcast are super um it seems intellectual and he's I think he's a, a PhD in uh, history something so Um, another good book Uh, the third book I'm going to talk about is the Da Vinci Code I know I'm pretty sure a lot of people have actually read this book but um, I used to love this book in a sense that it actually provides sort of a, a theological background and then provides information like it provides historical information in a sense that it may be accurate but a lot of information in in this book are false and they don't represent the actual truth about um, christianity and jesus christ and i know there's a movie you know where tom hanks actually uh, plays the lead role uh, to uncover some of the unknown uh, historical fact about jesus christ and they talk about priory of Zion. Um, talk about this society that's been running underground to protect the the bloodlines of jesus christ um it talks about the council of nicaea how they ended up deciding the date for christmas how they ended up deciding uh when to celebrate um easter and all those you know whether to like how to vote for all the gospel what to include in bible what what not to include in the bible um but it is there's like interesting characters in this book it, it's 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 a really well written novel uh, but it, it it just consists of a lot of um lies i would say it's just not a good book from a historical point of view because it. It's, if you just use this book as your reference to understand christianity then it's it's not really ideal but there's a lot of good information in this book uh, that you might feel um, you know they they seem relevant to the the practices that's been um, going on in like either Catholic, Church or um, you know any other forms of Christianity Um, but um, if anyone wants to read this book uh, Course. it's one of the best seller but um, he published i believe like another two volume of these uh, but this has to be his best even though it's not really accurate representation of christianity uh, i'm sitting in a chair and it's kind of making some weird noise so it's probably me some leaning sideways or something um, the fourth book I'm going to talk now, it's, it's going to be completely different than this book that I just talked. So this is strictly, I mean, this is by Stephen Hawking that the book name is A Brief History of Time. It took me a really long time to finish this book, even though this book is not really that big. Um, I don't claim to be uh, an expert in astrophysics or physics or quantum mechanics. But this book is, it, you don't really need to understand a lot of those things um, in order to just read it and then just understand the gist of it. Um, you'll get an idea about, you know, what it's trying to tell you in terms of universe, in, in terms of black holes, in terms of wormholes, in terms of uncertainty principles, in terms of general relativity uh there's various chapters that talk about time and space um i mean it, it's a it's a, and there's a lot of uh, calculations there's a lot lot of um mathematical intricacies i would say and it talks about you know elementary particles uh, the the standard model of, of i guess you can call it a um, st- standard model theory i think uh, it's been a while since I've studied this book um, and how that does not actually, you know, correlates with uh, quantum, well, you can say quantum mechanics because it, it's just a, the world or the universe at large is completely different than the universe in, in those mi- at microscopic level. Actually, you can't even call them microscopic level because it's much smaller than that. It, it's, you know, talks about Planck's uh, length, Planck's time, so which is the smallest thing you can actually ever imagine um so a lot of information here may not actually make sense but they do look really uh fantastic in representation and then in uh, technical terms um it talks about you know that the, the great big bang how the universe actually started and then started expanding and it's been expanding expanding ever since. Uh, talks about the you know crunch, uh, it talks about how you know various theories of physics can actually be unified um, and specifically talks about you know particles I mean that's elementary particles how you know um, electrons, protons and neutrons actually are you know behave of, oh, I forgot an important aspect of it. It talks about the the four big forces of nature. Uh, I believe that the gravitational force, the um, strong electromagnetic force, weak electromagnetic force. Um, I forgot the the fourth one, um, but yeah. Uh, these are some of uh, it's it's really interesting read i would say so if anyone's interested in this book uh, we definitely worth a, worth a shot oh i forgot to mention actually there's a this section in this book where it talks about albert einstein galileo and isaac newton and there's some information shared in this book that you would not really find it um, anywhere else well i guess maybe you can google certain information about these scientists but it talks about um, uh, Einstein in a sense that you know he was actually um, offered the presidency of Israel which of course he declined Uh, it talks about his um, life perspective in terms of you know God which you know he rejected the, the biblical idea of of god and uh it talks about yeah this book has another section for galileo i'm trying to find if there's anything uh, i think uh, nothing much in galileo but th- on newton's i yes. isaac newton i think that's the one that i was very interested about um i always thought sir isaac newton was a very respectable Um, and a well-renowned scientist, I just didn't know some of his personal characters and this book talks about how he was as a person and when I found out he was not a pleasant man I was actually a bit surprised, I watched a lot of documentaries about him but I didn't really learn about that aspect Uh, I did talk about, um, I mean I learned that he was the first scientist ever to be knighted note an uh, and he had a really weird history i believe with edmund halley and uh, also uh, when he actually discovered the, the principia Mathematica, uh, he had this huge uh, debate with this german scientist well i guess his philosopher who is also a f- scientist who happened to discover um, Calculus at the same time. Um, I believe his name was Godf- Godfrey Leibniz. So, um, and then Newton actually ended up dismissing, you know, his claim that you know he didn't really do anything to discover calculus. And apparently, Newton wasn't really sort of like a an ideal a person with the high moral standard. Of, and then uh, it talks about his, you know, how he used he sort of like a anti-Catholic politics at Cambridge and later in Parliament. So, um, really interesting um, information that I will find. But yeah, there are certain chapters, especially with, you know, quantum mechanics and time dilation. Um, yeah, these are some of the things that that's going to be a little bit difficult but uh, you can just you know refer to certain um other information or try to maybe find it in youtube if you don't happen to understand what it means so yeah these are this is my this is the first time i'm doing this uh book review ish i guess you can call that so i'm gonna call it a night so about four books that i covered and i've read you know uh, I'm not saying I have read these books recently, but um, definitely uh, worth giving it a shot. So again, um, almost 12. Well, it's past 12:30, and uh, I'm about to sign off. Hopefully, you enjoyed it, um, and uh, until I see you again, good night, namaste, and well, good night.